1: I have uh, a guest on on here today that uh, think a lot of you are gonna be excited about uh, a guy that I've been following for a long time he seems to pop up everywhere that I go I used to listen a lot to Pat Flynn's podcast smart passive income and there's NOah and then you know I'm a big Tony Robbins fan I'm listening to Tony Robbins podcast and Boom! There's Noah, and then uh, of course Tim Ferriss's podcast, and boom! There's Noah. So Noah shows up everywhere. He shows up in my inbox. I'm a big AppSumo, you know, guy. Uh, I, buy, I buy a lot of AppSumo stuff. So uh, I, I really pray, and I think one of the reasons why is because Noah has one of those rare qualities in life, which is wisdom. Wisdom is is such a rare quality, and, and Noah definitely possesses that. So I am very happy to uh, to welcome Noah Kagan to uh, to Simple Programmer uh, YouTube channel
0: podcast. Uh, so so. Welcome, Noah. John, I love talking to you, man. It's been it's, even the 15 minutes we were talking before we went live was great. One thing is, I just need to end up in your dreams. When I get to that <laughs> dream level where you're having yeah. wet dreams about me, I know that uh, my work here is done.
1: Uh, <laughs> all right. All right. I, I, I don't know. We'll, 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 <laughs> we'll see about that one. If if we get to that level, I think I think uh, I think I might have some might have some problems, but uh, so uh, so I don't know. So um, I, I give 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 us a little bit more of a, of an intro for those of you, those yeah. uh, that don't know who you are. How do you define yourself today? I, is it's always changing, right? It's like
0: yeah, I mean I was I got a chance to chat with Mike Posner and he said that, you know he was talking about Quincy Jones saying that if you see someone and they say hey you haven't changed at all, you know when someone sees you you're like oh you look the same you haven't changed at all that's actually a bad thing. And I thought that was a really interesting thing about shedding your snake skin uh, and constantly be evolving. That's why we're still not in horse and buggies. We have cars and then we'll have flying cars and then we'll have spaceships. So yeah, I mean, myself, a lot of what I've been going through is a lot of experimentation and growth in the past few years. And some of it is, okay, what things have I not really liked and stopped doing them And, and certain work things and personal things and even exercise things. I know that's important to you too. And which things do I really enjoy? Right in in the gym, which things have I gotten bored of? Like I got bored of lifting up a piece of metal and putting it back down, you know, (laughs) ten times, and then staring at a bunch of other guys in the gym. And so you know, I'd say right now, who is Noah? Uh, Lately, I'd say who Noah is is that I'm working on being a good person to myself and to others. I've been working on creating content on my YouTube or podcast or my blog that I think shares actionable, fun things for people wanting to start or grow businesses or improve themselves. And trying to be a good business partner to Sumo.com and AppSumo, and then in relationships, I'm trying to be reliable. So one thing that I want to ask you is, what, what what's your favorite charity?
1: Hmm. You know, actually, I, there's, I have a very obscure one. It's it was this this church that I went to that they do uh they they give money to uh, it, it's called Hope, and it's they give money to orphans in India. And and hundred percent of the money goes there. So it's like the only one that I totally trust. So I basically put uh, all I, I put ten percent of my income and I give it to them pretty much every single month because I know that I, I know that helping orphans, right? I know that like India needs that people in India definitely need money and that orphans are yeah. definitely like not a waste of money. So it's like I feel like there's a high leverage there. So that's why why I do it.
0: Well, well, two things there. And so in terms of being a better person and just trying things out and, and, and doing things and seeing what you like and, and keeping it and removing things that you don't like, when I've been late, so I was late two minutes for you because I was doing something. So I'm going to donate $100 to the Hope Foundation. Okay, awesome. And so awesome. two things that I've noticed is that I want to be reliable. And so right. this is a, it's a punishment to myself in a positive way that's, okay, I was late, so I'm going to contribute to the person's charity of choice. Uh, and that's something that's important for me. The other thing that you said, I, I think you had, a, of course, you had a plus one me. But one thing I've been doing is taking 5% of my salary every month and donating it to causes that I've been enjoying. So NPR, well, not Planned Parenthood as much anymore, but I used to, uh, so Planned Parenthood or JCC or Birthright, anything like that, Wikipedia, that you enjoy for free, but you just never pay for it. And it's been really rewarding just giving more. It's something that, uh, yeah, I would say Noah, myself, has been doing a lot more lately. That's cool. There's there's some
1: like magical effect. Like you know, when, when you when you start doing that, like it, it's almost like it it breaks you out of that scarcity mindset and gives you that abundance mindset. And it's like it always comes back to you more. It's like it's like a rule, a law of the universe. Like totally. when I first started giving ten percent of my income, I wasn't making a lot. How much and, are you making? Uh, gosh, I was making like maybe like seventy or eighty thousand dollars, right? Okay. I mean, and 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 it, because I practiced it then, like it kept on coming back. And now, you know, obviously I'm making a lot more money, and and I still do it, like just religiously. You, you do you have any
0: hesitation now that it's a lot more?
1: No, no, because I know that doing that is what got me. I have a a strong belief that that doing that is is
0: is in in some way responsible for what got me where I am. I so. love that man. I've been, it's been hard for me, and I don't know if it's because I grew up Jewish or I grew up with, you know, parents that were conservative in scarcity, which is is very common. And so I've been talking to people and experimenting about over tipping. And that's kind of the, that was the starter one for me, where leave tips that change their day. Yeah, yeah. Right, so 30, and and i thought about this. I was having lunch two days ago, and it was a $30 lunch, and they had great service, and it's a place I go to regularly. And I said, all right, I'll leave a $10 tip or whatever, $20, $6 tip, $20, $10. And I said, you know, $10 is fine. they will go in the thing. But if I left a $20 tip, yeah. and if you even, would that actually be impressive? Not impressive about me getting like anything about me, but will they walk away and be like, damn, what a great day? Yeah. Right. And at the end of the day, $20 for me is not a big deal. And so it was a nice feeling of different amounts to, to practice over tipping, especially if you're not feeling good one day. Just go over tip someone and pretty much it guarantees a great day.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, that's such an awesome formula just for, for combating depression too. I think that when you you know, we all go through like some, some mild depression and like the number one thing you could possibly do, but the least thing that probably you want to do is to like do, do something for someone else. But I, I love that idea. It's like if you could if you, you can use your leverage, like so it doesn't hurt you very much, right? Because you make plenty of money to, to make
0: someone's whole day, that's awesome. Yeah. And even if you don't make a lot of money, you could either overtip on something small, like at a coffee store or you could do something for free for someone that, you know, one of my my easy ones in business is that if if you're ever having a bad day in your business, just go help one of your customers. Just hit up one of your customers and be saying, Hey, do you have anything I could do for free to you today? Or like I looked at your site and here's some changes you made, or I saw you using our service in here so you can do better. For me on Monday, today's Friday on Monday, I was having a shitty day. I woke up shitty. I like went through the day shitty. I was, I was being extra complaining, extra Jew whiny and you know, it was kind of a weird one, and, and it, there's something funny when you're not feeling great. You wanna you wanna have people kind of be like, oh, it's okay, I'm sorry. Right. You want people to feel bad for you, and you want it to go worse. Right, right. <laughs> it's okay. yeah. You wanna just like jump all the way down. You're like, oh, I'm gonna go real shitty today. And you know, even someone asked me, one of the guys on our team at Sumo said, hey, how are you doing, man? And I said, I'm fine, which I wasn't. I just wanted more people asking me that. Yeah, and I cry for attention. <laughs> And what was stupid for me was that I ended up, I think I either went for a bike ride or I hit the gym. And I didn't even go that long. So I just got my blood moving. I went for a walk or a bike ride. And literally after the bike ride, I was like, I looked around and I started, you know, the smile came out just like the sun comes out after a rain. And I was like, yeah, I feel good. And I and I realized I was like, okay, no, if you're ever just not feeling good, maybe just go get a little bit of the blood moving. Go for a walk, do 10 jumping jacks. You know, uh, it, you don't have to dwell in it. You don't have to dwell in the problems that you have, but for some reason we like to bathe in them. we are like, Oh, let me get that marinade of problems and just enjoy it. You need that sometimes. But anyways, I think it's very, there are easier solutions. There are, whenever there are problems that I'm trying to get better at saying, all right, what is a solution to that? Like we were talking about learning a language. Okay. My teacher is gone. Are there other teachers? Oh, I didn't even think of that. So looking for solutions to problems instead of just kind of identifying and, and talking about the problems that you have
1: oh yeah yeah definitely I, I that was one of the things that really connected with me with with tony robbins when i went, and went to his seminars was that you can change your state instantly and i've actually been practicing one of the things i've been practicing is anytime anyone asks me how i'm doing i say i'm great <laughs> and and i because i realize that my subconscious listens to what i'm saying and so if i say oh, I like i'm that. great then, then i can be great like and i could choose at any time right i could just like Choose to be great, so uh, so that if people get shocked all the time, they're like, "Oh, I, okay, I'm okay." (laughs) Like they don't expect you to say, "I'm great," (laughs)
0: you know. You ever you ever experiment? uh, Well, two things that you got me thinking about. First off, it's it's amazing how two people can be doing the same thing and have different emotions to it. Like Mm -hmm. see the same picture, and you're crying, and I'm okay. That's just a picture. So it's amazing how we choose our emotions. It's kind of a Tony Robbins thing, I would think. But, or just in general, like you, you can choose how you feel. The other thing that I experiment with, or I really enjoy is when people ask me how I'm doing, I generally don't say like good or great or okay. I say more of what's going on. And I find that actually creates more of an instant connection and relationship. So when you ask me, how's it going? I said, you know, my cleaners were here. I'm having a great morning. I went for a good walk. And then that actually said, you know, then you start talking about how you don't eat breakfast. Or I talk about now that I'm fat and it just kind of creates a very interesting dialogue versus, Oh, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Bye. That's an interesting
1: idea. Yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. That that kind of reminds me of the whole thing, like of 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 approaching women, of not saying, "Hey, my name is is John. How's it how's it how's it going? Where are you where are you from?" Right, and instead, of, like saying something interesting, so that it's like you're you're doing a pattern interrupt. So it's like, okay, so we're actually having a real conversation. We're not just saying, "I'm fine. I'm good. How are you? How's the weather?"
0: <laughs> yeah, I do notice. That. Yeah, or things like that. One, well, we can talk about approaching people late, later. But I notice approaching people with a compliment is generally pretty easy. It's like, hey, I like this about you. Okay. now well, let's talk about that or other right. things. Yep, I, I definitely agree. So so let me
1: ask you, uh, what so what do you think? I mean, I, I talked about kind of in the intro how like you, you show up everywhere. You you definitely are one of those people that is is extremely successful in, in pretty much whatever that you're you're pursuing. There's not a lot of people like that. What do you think it is? I've always been curious. I always want, want to know, like, what do you think that your secret sauce is? What is the thing that you're doing that other people aren't doing? You, you know what I mean?
0: Well, I understand what you're implying. So right. I think there's a few different parts there. Uh, I love marketing, right? And okay. not just marketing yeah. myself. Oh, let me get my brand. Let, let's get know it. Like, I, I've heard my voice enough. A lot of people, when you meet me in person, you, they say, wow, you ask a lot of questions. And it's because, yes, I know all my own stories. I don't need to necessarily hear them repeated. Right. So, uh, one thing is that like when you, uh, like when it's not that I'm necessarily everywhere is that I'm everywhere where the people I want to be are. That makes sense. Yeah. So that's the like important thing with business and marketing is that you're not hearing me everywhere. You're hearing me everywhere. I want to want you to hear because you're probably one of the people I'd like to hear my message or right. promote products or people or things that I'm interested in. So I did the same thing when I was marketing mint.com. People were like, "Man, I see your I see Mint everywhere," and I'm and I said, "No, it's because I'm looking for you," and I want right. you to see it everywhere. You know, there's, right. I'm sure you've heard the thing with marketing where you need to hear a thing seven times, and so yeah, you got to repeat and repeat. So with Mint, I I targeted people that liked personal finance. Well, I'm back. I'm back. Okay. I know What happened? Yeah, my uh, no. So I targeted personal finance blogs, and then right. in terms of success, this is something I've I've given a lot of thought to. Uh, Number one, just for everyone out there, and this is for myself, because a lot of the advice I always give is just things I'm learning for myself, and I share about it, not telling people how to live or what to do, just what what I found for me, is that we have to define our own level of success. We have to define what that label is, because it's something that I say, that person's killing it, or that person's making love to it, or that guy seems super successful. And it's not about, one, I will promise you that the grass is always greener. Every business I've ever seen where I think man, they must be making so much more money. They don't have this many people. They don't have these problems. And then eventually I get to know them or I see their business and I, and I think, God bless the, what I have. <laughs> yes, Sometimes, yes. I mean, that's an interesting lesson. Sometimes it's hard to appreciate what you have until you have someone else there with you or you have someone else to help you recognize what you have. Like I have a friend who's got a fancy penthouse in New York. And when I come over, I say, holy shit, this is the greatest penthouse I've ever seen. And he's like, oh, I guess I got used to the view. Right, exactly. And so yeah. sometimes it takes a little perspective or a refresh to, to notice what you have. So number one, just think about what is success for yourself. Because for me, success is not generally how much more money I have, because I don't really even spend the money I do have. So right, making yeah. more of it defeats the purpose. So when we make a lot of money with AppSumo or with Sumo, it grows. It doesn't really change much for me. Right. but yeah, that, That's.
1: Oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, no please. I was gonna say that. I mean, that's I. I, I totally, i 100% agree with you on that. that definition of success, because a lot of people, a lot of times, I'll get. I, I kind of hate when people say, "Oh, but you're super successful. You're you're too hard on yourself." And I'm like, "You don't know where my standards." Like, it, I could I could it's have a day own, yeah. where where everyone's like, "Man, you killed it today. You made a bunch of money. You like, uh, you did your workouts and stuff." But I know I didn't give 100%. I know that no matter how, that, that I was not, that my standard was here and I didn't meet it and I'm not successful, but it, it's because it's personal. It's my standard, whereas someone else's standard of success is, is different. But when, when I know I'm not fulfilling my potential, which only I can know, then, then I'm not successful.
0: And, and we know, man, I was working on a podcast. I worked on it four hours last night doing the editing of it and I'm, I've been working on it this morning and I'm working on it afternoon. And I know when it's great. We know yeah. when we've done great work. And so one thing that I've been reminding myself is that surround yourself with people that expect the most out of you you should be around the people that when you put out something and you're like what do you think they said oh well here's how i think you can make it better and you don't have to listen to them exactly but generally people are around a lot of people oh that's great you're like really
1: like how would i improve
0: it so i'm around like my buddy neville or anton or chad or brandon who helps me make a lot of the youtube videos literally i don't know if anything i've ever done they've liked <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're, they're always saying this is how you can make it better, and most of the time, that's why I improve it. And I think, oh yeah, that's great, uh, and it did make it better. Because sometimes you're not an expert in everything; you you shouldn't be, right? You can't be. It, you specialize. It's it's too. It's literally impossible unless you're a computer. And so, in terms of being successful or, or having things go my way, I used to have an ex who said, "I hate that things go your way," and it's kind of, and it's it's like a comedian or it's like a speaker on stage. That's only the one hour you see them. Yes. Yeah. No, no, none of these like faux internet, like guru people show the real shitty times. Right. None of them also show their families and and all the work they're actually doing. Cause they probably, I don't know that shit weirds me out. The point (laughs) for me though, is that the people that are actually really successful are not talking about it. They're working and B, it doesn't also include all the failures and the 99% of the time that they're working on and the things that don't work out in there. And so, I've done a lot of that for my life. I've been doing internet stuff for 17 years. And so, I've been looking at what does it take to get success or get money or get recognition or whatever it is you want to define. And so, for myself, uh, it's a state of am I working on things I want to work on because I can sustain myself working on? It. Meaning, can I keep working on this for a long period of time and evolving? And I think those are, frankly, the two components to be successful. Can, are you willing to commit to this for some period of time? Yeah. Yep. Not a week. I'm talking like a year. I'm right. talking like, a while, a year, five years, 10 years. Look at everything that's successful. Everything that is successful or impressive, look at, and then think about how long that took. And nothing is done with, literally within probably even five years. Yeah. Name any tech company, name any large physical company, and look at anything. of, And all of them took years, even let's say Groupon, which maybe you say flamed out. It's a $4 billion company that took four years to get Twitter, five years to get there, Facebook, seven years to get actual significant traction. Uh, Google, all of them. But at the, you know, in retrospect, you're like, oh, it's easy. So I think the thing that people have to consider is they're trying to accomplish whatever they want in life, within their health, within relationships and within their work is that it's going to take time. And that's something I'm learning as i am getting older. Okay. Right. It's going to have to be a little patient about it. And the second key component for myself is that not everything will work out, which is fine. You just have to evolve. Yes. Yeah. And so you have to figure out, especially like, you know, me and you both exercise a lot. You do things and you say, well, I'm not getting the result from this. And what I've noticed a lot of people do is they just keep doing it, Yeah, yep. which is good. I'm glad you're, you're sustaining, but if you're not sustaining and improving, you're going to be at that same place. And so that's, you know, looking at the new research, watching simple programmer videos about health and intermittent fasting and things that other people are doing. And so, yeah, I mean, a lot of my stuff doesn't work and I keep persisting and then I figure out why it's not working and then I improve it for the future
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: that, that makes
1: sense. I think it, so much of it, like being able to grind is one of the skills that I had to develop so much. It's like especially when you're not seeing results, right because there's like like you said, it's like it takes five, I believe that anyone can be successful at basically anything they're trying to do if they're willing to commit five years to it and they're willing to like grind without when the results aren't coming. But you're right, the, the change part too. I was just reading a, um, a book called Peak. Which is a really good book, and he's talking about deliberate practice in that, and how it's like it's a painful. It's because you're you're doing the thing that constantly is challenging you instead of like doing the same thing over and over again. Like playing chess over and over again does not make you a better chess player, but studying the masters' moves, right, or playing guitar over and over again the songs you like does not help you. But doing scales that are more difficult and challenge you, which is actually uncomfortable does and that's uh, people like usually fall into one of those two traps i think so i think you you hit the, the nail on the head like you got to have both of those components otherwise you're not going anywhere
0: yeah you don't grow through the easy you don't go through the easy you don't no. get arms like yours which look great by doing like you know lightweight stuff a million i mean you could do it a million times but it's likely that you got to keep growing through either maybe trying light trying heavy doing new routines one thing for me that's been a game changer i would say Probably the biggest transformation, just in my overall life, in the past twelve months, has been hiring coaches in different aspects of things that are important to me. Okay, yeah. So finding someone in health, and I have a health coach. Or find I'm learning Hebrew, so I have a Hebrew coach. Or I'm working on my podcasts. So I paid this NPR producer 175 bucks an hour just for him to listen to my show and give me feedback. Oh wow! So, That's smart. Yep. Yeah, I mean, there's YouTube is free. If you don't have the money for a coach, fine. There's this thing called YouTube. You're already right. probably on it, and for free. You have everybody in the world you admire. You have a lifetime of content you can absorb from them, and then go and actually take action on. So, having someone who's already an expert that can guide you to some extent uh, can short, you know, give you a better blueprint and short shorten the amount of time you have to spend to uh, master whatever things you're trying to accomplish.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I'm actually right now, I'm working on, I'm, I'm contacting, I basically started, I was like, okay, well, I need a new wardrobe and I kind of want to bring my style up to the next next level because I'm doing so much video now. So I went, and I said, started searching for celebrity stylists or, you know, ce- celebrity wow. image consultants. And I found some image consultants. And this is surprising. Okay. You've got image consultants out there and stylists that work with celebrities, you know, A list celebrities. You know how much they charge an hour? $250 an hour. That's cheap, right? I mean, if you can get someone.
0: Well, I mean, at that level of
1: of advice, right? I mean, how much you know? If you could spend, you know, five ten thousand dollars and get a full like, you know, someone who's working with a list celebrities wardrobe and and styling and and image creation for me at least, you know, with what I'm doing, it's it's a total bargain. It would take me so much effort and time to to do that on my own. I'll I'll pay the
0: five or ten thousand dollars to do that. That's interesting. It got me thinking, okay, what parts of my life could I hire someone that's an expert to help me?
1: What's up, guys? John Sonmez here from simpleprogrammer.com, and I want to tell you about my free blogging course that you can sign up for at simpleprogrammer.com forward slash Every single developer should do, especially if you're a web developer, you should have your own blog. I'm going to show you exactly how to do it, how to be successful, how to get traffic, everything that you need to know about creating a blog and even making money from it. Just go to simpleprogrammer.com forward slash pblog to sign up now. Once again, it's simpleprogrammer.com
0: forward slash pblog. Right. one of the things I was thinking in addition, so for everyone listening too, what part of your life do you want to improve and is there an expert out there? That could just help you save the time and the money from showing you the way the other thing i was thinking about was the old school way that people learned things or became successful yeah right so think about leonardo or I don't know, michelangelo or any of the famous artists what did they all do they had apprenticeships right and now we don't really do it you kind of have college but in college you're not really learning relevant things or applicable things and so it's you know for younger people out there anyone how can you go work for someone, maybe help John promote his videos or maybe do workout things with John or help me with my podcast or whatever it is and be able to be an apprenticeship and go back to the kind of old school ways of how you can become a master. Yeah,
1: yeah, I, I totally agree. I think that's, I mean, think about how much you can learn if you're just following along like doing with, and, and it's funny because I put out the offer sometimes on the YouTube. I'm like, I'm like, bring me, bring me a $50,000. And, and 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 I'll hire you. And and what when I say that what I mean is like come up with some kind of idea. Like because I hate when people are like I would love to work for you and help you out, right? And I, and and just tell me what to do. And I'm like, "No, no, no. <laughs> that's the hard part. You see, that's what entrepreneurship is about. <laughs> is you tell me what you're going to do for me. Like you come up with the plan. Like you like, "Hey John, I see that you're, you know, you need some help with this. I'm going to create a new website for you and I'm going to do it all myself." Uh but, you know, can, can I do that? Yeah, all right, you got the plan. But if you come to me and say, "Hey, I'm willing to work for you for free," I'm like, "So is so is a hundred people. I don't give a shit. Like, I, I don't care about paying someone money. I I, I want to know what you can actually do for me, and that's that's the, the key thing." How, how long have you been working on your show? On on the the YouTube, like in in this podcast? Yes. Oh, I, I started to get serious about it about two years ago that's when I upped it to because I'm doing two to three videos a day now and so I, I really doubled down on it probably about that time
0: so and you do two to three videos a
1: day for the past two or three years yeah, I think it's been I think it's been two years since I upped it to to two to three videos a day maybe it's a year and a half it's somewhere around here. I'm at like 1300 or 1400 videos I think so
0: yeah and we're back. There we go. All right. Well, so I I thought about two things where number one, there's, (laughs) if you go to Amazon books, bestsellers, the top third are health, right? Yeah. It's like they're looking for this secret answer. And by the time you're going to read through the book, read through the book. Oh, there's just going to be this one thing. I just have to eat it. And if I eat that one purple fruit, uh, I can get the body I want. And at the end of the book, the real answer as always is you've got to do hard work. Yeah. It's pain. (laughs) (laughs) You got to do hard work. And, One thing, and the second thing I was considering is that sometimes it's nice, it's good and bad, and it's good and bad. Right. But it's helpful to know how long it takes to get success or to actually get things you want, not even success, whatever you want to label it as, but to become, to get a YouTube channel to your level of what you've created. Okay, just do it for two years, take it very seriously, and make two videos a day for two years, and then you get it. And I like sometimes knowing how long it'll take because then I can persist. Because I said, you know, I've been doing my, my stuff, podcasting too, for six months. I said, so, no, you can't even think about if you want to stop until at least a year. Right. You can't even exactly Because I've listened to people like you and I talked to others and they're saying, you know, you know, it's taken me some time. And I'm like, okay, that's a good reminder. It's going to take time to accomplish what you want. And it's going to take time to accomplish impressive things.
1: Oh, one one hundred percent. In fact, I I don't have my T shirt on right now, but I created a T shirt that says "Trust the Process" on it. Oh, um, I'm love gonna, that. I'll, I'll, I'll send you one. Please after, do. After. Um, and and I, the reason why I created that is because "Trust the Process" to me, it's it's like. You, instead of working at worrying about the results, right? This is something I just focus my whole life on. Is I never worry about the results because the results the, if I if I have a right process in place, the results will eventually come. I can't directly influence control results. I can only indirectly influence them, and that's just the the whole illusion of life, right? That we think we can influence results. We can't, right? But what we can do is we can make a process. So one example I always use is I said, okay, if you want to learn how to juggle, okay. all you got to do is take three balls, lock yourself in a room and get a whiteboard and and commit to throwing the balls up in the air trying to juggle 1,000 times that's the process. If you trust that process, I guarantee you before you get to 1000, you will be able to juggle. You don't even have to worry about the results the whole time you're doing it. All you have to do is is put your head down and just do the process. And and I and it's the same thing with I think writing with YouTube, with podcasts, with anything like that is like if you're just willing to come up with the process and do the process and and divorce yourself from the results, it'll it'll happen. Like it's it's, you
0: know. Well, I want to I want to ask I want to share a story and then I wanna ask a question to you. Okay. Two weeks ago, I was doing mountain biking and I fell on my ass. So like my finger and I'm all scraped up and all this shit. But I wanted to do this jump. There was this like huge jump. And if you saw it on video, you'd be like, oh no, you're a little bitch. Like it's not that big of a jump, but it was scary to me. Yeah. And so I spent two hours trying to just clear that jump. <laughs> right. And one of the things that actually helped me the most of it was having someone, I didn't even think about this now. I had someone who was watching me do it and they recorded almost every one of my jumps and so after every single jump we went and watched the video so you can see here i'll pull it up on my phone you can see on my phone i have like 50 videos of me trying look these are all different times that i've been trying to do the jump oh wow yeah yep and then the last time see look it's not gonna look that scary at home but check that out okay okay it just looks really weak but anyways, I was very proud of it. I,
1: well, I worked on it. I had to c- play c- that one more time because I had the the camera angle switched.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. It picked Let's up see. my voice. So All right. All right. So.
1: All uh, right. Yeah. Yep. You got it.
0: It was okay. It was scarier than it looks for everyone who's like Noah's a little baby. Uh, but the point was recording it, watching it back and having the coach really helped. And so it was interesting to just be like, you got to stay with it. You got to stay with it. The thing I was wondering for you, let's say with the juggling or with your health or with your YouTube, how do you know you're doing the right process?
1: So I, what I, what I try to do is I put on like the two hats, right? I put on the director or the planner hat, the, the person who comes up with the process and then the, the worker boy execute it hat. And then, but, but I give myself enough period of time. Like, like you said, like you you said, I think you're going to do the podcast for a year. No matter what happens, right? It's like, because, and then you'll check the results and, and see is it is it successful. So I set up like a checkpoint and, I, and I'm like, okay, well, am I doing the right thing? Because I, you know, I got to use the best of my knowledge and ability and, and what I have to come up with a process. And I try to come up with a process that I know can't fail. So, like, if I are trying to do that, if you're trying to do that bike jump, right? If you said, okay, well, if I do it 500 times or if I do it, 30 minutes a day for three months it's almost guaranteed that you're going to succeed right like I try to figure out what kind of process could not possibly fail and that's the one that I execute mm. and then you know and, and, and usually we can come up with it right it's like that's why I said with the juggling one like in and, and that's why I came up with YouTube Is I said well if I do two to three YouTube videos a day there, I, there's, I mean, how could I fail? How could I not eventually, like in two years, hit 100,000 subscribers? It seems crazy that, I, that that wouldn't be successful. But I guess three months in, if I didn't see any traction at all, right, I, I might have some kind of a reevaluation period. But I, I told myself I was going to do it for at least a year. That was, I, I, actually, I told myself I'm going to do it until I hit 2,000 videos. And if at 2,000 videos, I don't feel like this is worth it, then I'm, I'm going to stop.
0: Good for you. I love that mentality. That's a very a good way of approaching things, like commit to some amount of time and commit the practice, do it, and you will get the result. It's, it's so simple, but again, even for myself sometimes, I'm looking around, I'm like, what's the shortcut? Where do I get the secret? And you just gave it to us.
1: You know, it, it's kind of funny because you have that result curve, right? It's like you're doing, 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 and then hockey stick, bam. And so it's like, and and there's this wall where you lose motivation and and you and you don't feel like doing it anymore, and it's not fun anymore. And most like ninety percent of people hit that wall. But the Olympic champions, the Olympic athletes, they push on when they don't have motivation, and they get past the wall. And then, like, there's no one there. Like on, on mile 20, 20 of a of a marathon, the the crowd oh, wow. is thinned, right? <laughs> and then and then the, the, that's where the lion's share of all the prizes go to. So it's like you, you're most people are stopping that three feet from gold. It, it's it, it's I, I've done it so many times in my life. I've got like I call it the the closet of broken dreams, where I've got like you know a a, a yellow belt from from judo, and you know and soccer cleats and all. <laughs> All this shit well, and uh, yeah,
0: well, that's actually really interesting. What separated like you have a bunch of medals in the background and you have followed through with things? So, what's the difference between those those activities and the ones you did uh finish with?
1: I'd be I, I committed to becoming a finisher. That there was a moment in my life where where I said I am no longer going to start things I don't finish. If I you know I, I think about how something's going to end. If I if I know that what I'm going to do is I'm going to drop this in two weeks, I don't even start it. So like like I said like I'm learning Italian now. I'm going to go through and, and become you know I'm going to get to the point where I'm fluent enough you know, conversationally fluent in Italian. I'm not stopping until I reach it.
0: I love that. You know what's simple? That's a very easy mentality that everyone can accept or everyone can buy into. Like, I'm yeah. a finisher. And I, I like that. It's like, all right, I'm going to commit to it. And all you have to do is commit. There was a, you were talking about dating a little bit earlier. I was, there's these guys, I think Charisma on Command, it's a YouTube channel, it's pretty popular. Okay. And I read one of their ebooks books uh, some months ago. And the number one thing they said, the number one thing to get another person, male or female, or, you know, probably in a lot of aspects, all you have to have is conviction. Right. Yes. And I said, okay. And it's very similar. It, you know, it, it re- reminds me what you're talking about. I really love it. just commit to finishing. And as long as you commit to it, you're going to get what you want.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I do—like do, on that—to <laughs> to riff on that a little bit, the—I the, do some coaching for guys. I mean, obviously, like my YouTube channel, right, is, is a lot of like young guys that are, are kind of nerdy programmers, right, and stuff, and so they might be a little bit socially awkward. Nice. So I do—I did some live coaching when I was in Vegas and I, and I was telling these guys, you know, I was like, okay, I'll show you how to do it. So I went up to like seven girls and I was like, hey, you know, you know, I'm on a mission and they're, you know, and they're like, well, what, what mission? Like, I'm looking for hot girls. Oh, we're hot girls. Okay, well, come, I'll uh, come with me. You know, I'll take you to my my buddy's table here. You know, I've only got two arms, so I'll pick you, and you, you can grab my arm. And it was so easy. And I and they they were just their their jaws were dropping on the floor, like the guys that I was, because, and I and I told them I said literally I could have walked up and said my pants are on fire, and if I delivered it with conviction, like you said, with, with confidence. It doesn't even matter the words that are coming out because you can, w- human beings can, can, can detect incongruencies in someone's voice and their actions or what they're saying and what they're actually thinking or doing. And like, if you have conviction, you, you're like the Pied Piper. People will believe and follow, even if you're saying the wrong shit. It doesn't, you know, it's, it's a powerful weapon, but you're so, so right about that.
0: I was. I just agreed with you, so I'm giving you credit for that one. I I, that wasn't me. I actually don't think. I don't know if I think of myself as wise. I just think that I observe wise people and then I listen to the right ones.
1: So, so I want to ask you then. Okay, so, I mean, one one thing that I I always I I feel like, and tell me if I'm wrong, but you you seem to do a lot of self experimentation, and then like, and then you're sharing that, and that's. So, what is your kind of your your philosophy around that? Like, are you like what's your master goal in life? I guess that's that's where, yeah. where you know I mean like not not money, not a, you know I, you know yeah. but like where, where where are you like what what guides you to, to say I must go this direction that that master overarching you know i'll be I'll be happy if i or i'll be happy if I die you know because when I'm on this path, not that I'm accomplishing, but I'm on this path yeah.
0: I don't know if I live conditionally like I'll be happy when mm-hmm. Right And I go through I'll tell you like I feel bad for the girl I'm dating because I'll tell you there's like i'm a I go through phases where some right. days like today I'm in a great mood, I get to talk with you. I don't generally think like, oh, my life mission, I, I know things I enjoy doing in my life. I know I love when people do their work they love. I know I love when I get to promote things that I like, like I get to promote either your you or I get to promote products or I get to promote not uh, thoughts or knowledge. Uh, I don't necessarily think as much about a legacy, right. And one thought I had that was really helpful was that just assume that you can have no legacy in life, (laughs) that you don't (laughs) like your kid is going to die and your the things you do are pretty much insignificant because for the most part, almost everything we do in the history books that they'll get changed in a hundred years, even if there's a hundred years from now, which there may not be. Right. And so considering it in that way, it's not that I just focus everything on the now. I'm not a new age hippie like that. Uh, I just try to live with myself and do things that fulfill me. And the things that don't fulfill me are the people that don't fulfill me or the activities that don't fulfill me. And some of them aren't. That's not always easy. But the ones where I'm not getting it, I don't see a benefit in the future, I try to exclude and just focus on the things that really f- like feel like growth to me. And then if there's times where I think, am I growing now? And the times where I'm wondering if I'm growing, that's the time where I'm like, okay, I should probably be evaluating what's going on. Right, okay, okay. So where I'm at now with a lot of the things I do, I, I kind of think I adapted this from Jason Fried. Where for the challenges and things of what I want to do in life, I, I write down a lot of stuff and then I try to ignore it. And then I try to notice what, what foams to the top, right? Okay. Like what stuff comes to the top that I just can't stop thinking about. What stuff have I woken up in the morning? You know, like some of these YouTube videos I make, I'm like, man, I just really want to make this video. And that's the stuff that I just go end up doing ultimately uh, with work. And, and I think what most people probably need to spend a little bit more time is just thinking about how they're living their life, what they're working on, who they're working on it with. And how they want it to be. Because right. inevitably, I think most people, I'd say 90% of people are just robots. There are <laughs> like AI is already real. Yes. <laughs> AI is already everyone just going through the damn motions of living without being alive. And being alive doesn't mean drinking or drugs or just, you know, having lots of sex or anything to the the, the extreme of things, but it's just being conscious in the choices we're making. And so am I perfect at it? Fuck no. Do I go through a lot of sad days? Yes. But I do my best to say, all right, am I living the life the way I want to? And, and I try to focus it around that. And I go sit in this chair over there. You know, I have kind of a moderate, you know, cool chair. And I, yeah. you know, I sit there a lot of mornings and I'm just like, all right, well, how do I want the day to be? And then once a year or as the year goes, I think about how I want my year to be. And then I try to make sure I can execute against that. I like that. Yeah. So, I don't know if there's, there's, this is, this is interesting about life. There's not like, there's these Bibles that kind of give you playbooks and the process of living and that it's nice because you can just follow that but if you don't follow religion you have to decide your own playbook and how you want to live this life and and ultimately at the end of the day like what scorecard are you going to start measuring your own life by like what's your life resume that at the end of the year you know someone said this to me i think it's a very simple way of looking at it. when you die you have a resume or a scorecard how do you want it to look so imagine being 75 and and i don't do this great but you're 75 and just work backwards now being like oh well how do I want to actually end up being? And it doesn't even have to be 75. I generally look at my life on a more year to year basis. So maybe, and maybe I should be thinking longer term, five year, 10 year, 30 year basis, but that's, that's what works for me.
1: Okay, yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. I think, and I totally agree with you about the robot thing. Like, so many people don't realize how much possible, like, they, they you actually have the life and you can do what you want. And so many people are waiting for, like, to begin their life or for, for them to reach a certain point so then they can really enjoy life or, or do what they want to do. And, uh, and that, I mean, that used to be me for, for a while there. And then, but then I realized it's like, well, I, you know, it's happening right now. I could actually. Totally. I, <laughs> like and if you if you choose to have a job, you're choosing to trade your time. Like,
0: when I think jobs can be great. I actually don't think everyone should run their own business. Uh, the main thing that I've been on that, that that goes through my mind is just taking responsibility for your life. And I have a reminder every day on my phone. I don't know if it's come up yet, but I have a reminder that comes every day, and I just have it on auto repeat. It hasn't come up yet today, and oh, it hasn't there? And all it says is take responsibility for your life. Yeah. And every day reminds me where you don't like this job. You don't like these people. You don't like your body. You don't like your hair. I don't give a shit. Whatever it is for yourself, just take responsibility for it. And it's easy. And I do this myself. I complain or I point at others or it was the weather or it was my boss. Well, I'm my own boss and sometimes he's a dick. But it's just like all these other things. And so, you know, more in the narrow focus of life, like take responsibility for the way you want it to be and don't look for others uh, as the excuse of it, which I see as a very common problem.
1: Oh yeah. 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 The, the, the victim mindset, right. It's like, you know, if you, if you take your responsibility for things that even, even technically are outside of your control, it's just a better, it may not be true, but it's a better way to live. Right. It's like,
0: Oh, I completely agree with that, man. It's, uh, yes, I I like living that way. And I wouldn't say I'm great at it. I say I'm still, I still go through days where I'm complaining about certain work I have to do and, and not all of it's easy. Right, But for the most part, I I try to keep reminding myself, okay, this is your choices, like make choices. Seth Godin, uh, not uh, Stephen Covey has said great, Stephen Covey has said great things, like just take choices, like it's a choice. Like no one's making you do this. I had to do this. I think people should remove the word I had to and just start saying I'm choosing to.
1: Right. Yeah. I I actually try to practice that as much as possible. You slip so much as I try to prevent myself from ever saying, I have to do this today. As I say, I get to or I choose to. Oh, i like I like I get to lately. I've been using that.
0: I get to do this, yeah, I mean that's actually interesting. That's looking at it as like a very nice benefit or positive thing, huh
1: because if if I can't say I get to do it, then I have to really question why am I doing it like if if I don't see this as, as a is a good thing, like then it's like, well, no one's making me like do the things that I'm doing in my
0: life well, I think we're we're very trained, right? We're conditioned in from our upbringing to follow the pop like the policies and rules and lines of everybody else. and then when you could start taking control of yourself and saying, well, I don't have to do this and this is what everybody else is expecting, but this is what I really want. So for in my business, for instance, you know, and it's, it's a little weird to talk about publicly, but I, I didn't really want to be running a company. Right. I don't really want to go to meetings. I don't really want to have to deal with people. And I love, I love what we do, but I know that I'm, I really enjoy marketing or, and starting things and sharing stories or products. And so I had to figure out how to make the decisions and affect it so that that could become a reality. And it took a year and a half. It wasn't an overnight thing. But now with Sumo, you know, Chad runs that. Eamon runs AppSumo, and, and I get to spend my time talking with you. I have some labs projects I'm, I'm messing around with, and then some podcasts and YouTube stuff, which, frankly, just gives me a lot of fulfillment. I really love doing it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm in a very similar boat with with Simple Programmer. I try to like the thing that I love to do is the YouTube stuff. So I try to do more of that and and get get. I've got a lot of people that I've hired in the last like year to take over the other stuff that, you know, it was hard because it's like, I want things done a certain way, but I let go of that a little bit and said, well, I'd rather focus on the things that I, I actually enjoy doing.
0: I think that's such a great point, man. Like focus on your sweet spot and then hire people or be around the people that their sweet spots, the other things. I always think about recruiting. We have a recruiter at sumo and she loves doing it and i think it's the worst job in the world (laughs) yeah and so i i'm excited that to find people that love what they do and then i get to go spend time doing what i do so everyone just needs to put themselves in the place yeah put themselves in the place that they enjoy like go change your life to however you want it to be and and even for myself there's things that are going to come up in six months or three months or next week that i'll be like i don't really like how i'm doing this and then just evaluating how i really want it to be
1: yeah, yeah. The, then you're constantly growing. You're constantly changing. You're you're constantly reevaluating it instead of just accepting the status quo, accepting the default. So, like think like you said, I think it's so so well put that people are so so many people are robots. They're just accepting the default, just running the program.
0: <laughs> the robots. Yeah, I like that. I like that.
1: So um, we probably got to wrap up here, but before we do, I definitely want to uh, to plug your podcast and YouTube channel. So I'll put up uh, links here. So uh, podcast, we'll we'll put up a link here for people to click. It'll be in the description below, and definitely you know subscribe to Noah's YouTube channel. Uh, Awesome, awesome stuff on there as well. Just uh, I've been enjoying it. I really like the 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 catchy theme song too that you've got on there with that little countryish kind of. Oh, the,
0: the banjo stuff? Yeah, yeah. That's It's actually cool. my, it's my cousin playing. Really? You know, okay. you know what's interesting? It's, I've been thinking about this off and on for the past few months, and I don't know who said it, but I liked it, is that no experts ever created something new. Yeah. And there's something there for the people that are thinking of doing things or just getting started. Like, you are in the best position to create stuff because someone like myself, for instance, in marketing, where I just kind of get stale. I'm like, oh, this is how I, we always do it. This is how we always do it. And the people that don't know what can't be done are the ones creating the things that haven't been done. And yeah. so really thinking about that is, is amazing for anyone who's like, I don't know YouTube. Okay, great. Now it's your chance. And so oh, yeah. I don't know what can't be done. YouTube, so I'm experimenting with a lot of stuff and uh, trying to stay naive. And I think the more I can do that, it'll, likely it'll, it'll work out well.
1: Well, one thing that you know, just one one, one, one final thing I want to sure. talk about about your your stuff is that, like, it just comes across in your podcast, in your YouTube, in in your email. I mean, in your blog, everything that that you've communicated that you're genuinely trying to help people and that authenticity comes through and i think that's like that's the key to building an audience is what i found it's like when people know that you really actually care i mean yes you're doing marketing yes you're doing those things but the underlying message that i always get when i listen to one of your podcast episodes or like i've been you know reading your blog for years is is that it's like or evenly like it's just the one that you sent with the with the car and stuff it's like you're generally trying to help someone and that that comes across that's that's like you can't not be successful like as far as building an audience when you when that's the approach and that at least that's that's my opinion that's what what i i feel coming across strongly there
0: i think people people are getting smarter (laughs) and people know what's bullshit and people you know looking for things that they believe are true and authentic and genuine and i don't know as you get more popular whether you like how that changes or not changes and a lot of times it's like how do i reach all these people how do i do all these things and I think for me, I just kind of come back to one, how do I make it interesting for myself? Yeah. Like, yep. How do I generally create something that I'm proud of for myself where I, I'm excited to share it because I just thought it was great for me and not arrogantly, I'm just proud of it. It's okay to be proud of what you do. And the second thing is that for anyone out there that's thinking, all right, I want to market something or I want to grow a business or I want to start something. And I, John, I was talking to someone earlier today. I told him I was, audi- I was editing one of my audios uh, for a podcast. And they're like, you do that? I'm like, yeah, bitch, I still clean the toilet. You <laughs> know <And> <laughs> So, yep. I would, and I think with the YouTube and, and a lot of this stuff, I, yeah, I still go one by one and I go back to the basics and I go and talk to people individually and I reply to comments myself. And, and it's just like, yeah, that's how you build large things one by one, where people just want to buy an instant house uh, and an Insta business. And that's just not the reality of what what's going to be sustainable or have a good foundation.
1: Yeah, no, I totally agree. And then all those things, like y- you've got to be able to do it yourself first if you're going to hire someone to do it anyway. So, I
0: think that's a very. I would love for you to say that again because I think that's so powerful.
1: Yeah, yeah, you got to be able to do it yourself. (laughs) And and here's a bonus also, like that I found because I did like fifty five Pluralsight courses and I've been doing podcasts and 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 at first I didn't have money. I was editing everything myself. Is that you know the greatest way to get rid of ums and your speaking and to improve your speaking is to edit your own
0: shit. Oh my goodness! I was just thinking. I've actually been doing that because some people emailed me. This guy, Spencer, keeps emailing me how many times I say like in my shows. Right. He keeps doing it. And so I've been editing my show. And good Lord, I say like a bunch. And so now, yeah, that's such a great point, man. When you actually have to do the work yourself, set up the ads yourself, start the business, do the editing, whatever it is, then you start realizing how you can improve and what things you're doing incorrectly and what things you said, oh, that was a good part.
1: All right, Noah, man, this is great. This is fun.
0: I'm going to come work out with you in San Diego and get some tacos. We'll do a 5 p.m. burrito. Ooh, that yes. sounds good.
1: <laughs> yes, definitely. Yeah, next time you're in San Diego, let me know. Definitely. We'll, I'll put you through the grueling workout. You have to ask Josh Earl about it. I've, I've put him through it a couple really? times.
0: <laughs> really? but, oh, uh, it's grueling?
1: It, oh, yeah. I mean, my, my workouts are tough, but, you know.
0: Okay. You, you, All right. I'm going to make a trip out there, man. I'm putting it in my calendar. I'll figure out a time uh, in a few months to get out there and uh, do some tacos or burritos and a workout.
1: Yeah. Sounds good. All right, man. So, uh, so yeah, everyone out there, definitely check out Noah's stuff. Like I said, uh, and I'm sure that, uh, you'll, you'll be a, a huge hit. So, uh, you know, you're welcome to come back anytime. Simple programmer. Uh, you know, I, I know that, uh, I, at least I, I, you know what, I have fun talking to you, so I don't even care if I, fun talking to you it, so, yeah.
0: I really enjoyed getting to know you better.
1: Yeah. Same here. All right, man. Thank you very much, John. I'll see you later, boss.